Hi, my name is Richard Foster and welcome to the very first Stromcast. In the future, we're hoping that these are going to be professional polished pieces of work with interesting and varied guests. The first one that we did, we weren't intending to wear it. It was just me and Dan, me and Dan from Subjack having a chat and testing out the recording software. But we ended up with something that was half coherent, half waffle. So we figured we'd put it out there anyway, just to practice the uh, setting up the streams and, and how all that works. I do forget to introduce Dan at the start. So for those of you who don't know, Dan is from Subshack in Cumbria. They are an online retailer that's just opened their first ever gym called Strength Shack. And Dan is someone who really gets the strong brand. Uh, in the future, we're hoping to have a whole range of guests on, and we're also going to use this as a platform to discuss new products, and um, we're going to hopefully put some shows out there where we go over setting up a supplement regime, setting up uh, a nutritional program for dieting, bulking, those kind of things. Nutrition is actually my background, um, and we're going to put those out in a fashion that... Um, they could be picked up by anyone in the future who wants that information because we do find within the industry a lot of the time the same questions get asked over and over again. And that's not because they're bad questions, that's just because people come in and out of the sport all the time. So when that information becomes pertinent to them, there'll be a resource there for people to pick up um, and listen to when it's relevant to them. Hi, my name is Richard Foster and this is the Stromcast. This is the first Stromcast, so I have no idea what the format will be like going forward. Um, this one's likely to be pretty terrible because it's me and Dan doing it, and we're both bod mer bodge merchants. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Dan Graham from Suckshack, who is from up north, and he will tell you about himself now. Ooh, about myself. Um, I'm a class A cunt. Uh, yeah, I, uh, well, I, run, start. I run... Yeah, yeah, hey, be truthful. That's the thing. Um, no, I... I think I've worked myself now for like eight years. So yeah. I, I got started in all of this, like just as a PT and it just kind of all grew from there. So like, you'll know supplements is like well, being in and out of the gym with clients, working with clients and things that are part of the industry. Um, yeah, you need to sell supplements or steroids, don't you? Well, yeah, or both. Why not? Why discriminate? Um, this is often the case. <laughs> Super supplements. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of how I got started in all of this. Um, yeah. So Subshack as a business has been established how long? Um, I established it in 2015 myself. Um, as Subshack? So, as Subshack, yeah. So I was kind of like just a PT at the time. Um, and we got caught in like that crazy flash flooding that happened in 2015. Um, we got flooded out of our home. We pretty much lost everything. And, uh, as like anybody who just is in the business of swapping time for money, as soon as you can't swap time anymore, you're fucked. Yeah. Um, so I quickly decided, like I realized that I needed something else alongside it. If I was yeah. going to continue working for myself, I needed something that could sit in the background. Um, I think it was like two, three o'clock in the morning. And I was like looking at different revenue streams that I could set up for myself. Um, and I was like, so we actually started at the same time. Yeah. 2015. It'll be. Yeah. Like, it'd be like October, November, late, late 2015. Um, and I mean, at the time we didn't have crazy amount of money didn't really have uh, fuck all to be honest um <laughs> and 
I decided to go down this route because I'd, I'd been competing, I'd been in the industry. It was something that I quite enjoyed sampling lots of different products and, and pitching them all off against each other and things like that. So decided to go down this path. Um, I sent, I think, like three emails out to different designers and, and people that I'd already worked with and said, listen, I, I want to do this. What can you do for me? Get, sort me a logo, this and that. And for the first sort of six months, I literally just had a Facebook page and I would just, yeah. I think I invested about 400, maybe 500 pounds all in. Yeah. Um, I was that bad at it that I didn't even take that into account. The first order that I ever made I had no yeah. fucking idea. I was like, I was like, holy shit, this is so cheap. Like, and then I was, I was selling it like, and I, I hadn't even taken into account the VAT. That's how fucking stupid I am. Um, and I was selling it and making like a pound 50 or something profit. <laughs> yeah. So like it was all trial and error, you know, all of it's been trial and error. Um, and it just got to the point it grew and it grew and it just turned into more of a, cause I was PTing in a commercial gym. It became very easy for somebody to come up and go, I need some protein. Can you get me some protein? And I'm like, yeah, I'll get a couple of days for you, you know, and just do, do it like that. And for, for a good while, that's how it just ran just in the background alongside PT businesses and things like that. Um, and then what will have been the next kind of jump? 2018? Well, I was going to say, because, I mean, we both started at the same time, but I wasn't aware of you really until probably yeah, 2018. Yeah, I think uh, 2019, because uh, you messaged me and bollocked me for selling online without a physical store. That sounds like me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, I remember saying to you, like, I know that the plan is to get this physical store. I really want to do this. I really want to do that. And, and that was when it's we really kind of got top. Because I started out the same way as you started out. I actually started out um, in my shed. Um, if you go on YouTube and look at my oldest videos, the videos of me in my shed, very, very thin, um, talking about the products I had in that week. And I used to sell short dated products. Um, and I remember at the time, a lot of um, bigger brands wouldn't sell to me because obviously you're in a position to really easily undercut stores like Cardiff yeah, Sports yeah. Nutrition where they have members of staff and they have to pay that and, and all those other things. Um, so it's just something I've always been very cautious of. We do have quite a few online sellers now. I'm aware that that is more common than it used to be. Um, yeah. So I just, I, I try to be very aware if someone's an online seller, of where are they selling? How much are they selling for? Because I don't want to yeah. cut the people have got. Because obviously, if someone's got a store, you know yourself, you've got a, a premises now. That takes a lot more investment, a lot more time. But also, you can offer a higher standard of service now. Absolutely. Where it's changed, the online sellers five years ago, I think, were just people on eBay and Amazon knocking shit out and undercutting whatever the, the average price. price was. They go cheaper. The online sellers now, in often cases, offer better customer service than the retail stores, or as yeah. good. You know, I can think of a few retail stores that I, I visit that are run by people who are fairly old school and they don't offer the content and the value that someone like yourself offers because yeah, I think it's just, just it, to it, learn to offer something through your social media platform. I think as well, like with Strom, I don't think people do mark it down because it is worth the money, you know, for what you're getting, the quality that you're actually getting, it's worth. And the there isn't that margin in there that there are with, you know, not, not to, pick on a brand, but a, a big brand, I don't know, like a US or a PhD, you've got that margin that you can yeah. nick 25% out of it. You can't do it with Strong. You make no money. Um, no. 
you know, the products are fairly priced in the first place. Like we could mark our pre-workouts up at £39 and then actually sell them for £29, but I'd rather yeah, sell exactly. them for £29. That, that yeah, they sell so much when brands do that. Like they mark them up on their own website stupidly and then give their athletes like a forty percent off discount code. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, BPI are always the worst for that. And um, <laughs> where are they? Yeah, they were dreadful. Yeah, they 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 dwindled rapid. They took on. I think they took on like half of the UK as brand ambassadors. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 difficult. So I, I was I was one of them. I was one of them. Oh wow! That's all. No good. joke. Do you know what? Like, I remember I finished. I competed in 2016 Miami Pro in St Albans, and I won it. And about maybe a week later, I got an email. Um, I can't remember what the the last was called from BPI offering me a sponsorship. When did? And I was like, mm, no. I wonder if it's still on here. And I was like, I was like, oh fuck! That's that's big. That's oh, crazy. Um. Elena. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. El- Elena Torres. Um, and I was like, fuck, this is that, that's, that's really cool. Um, and I filled in the form that was on it and I sent it back. Didn't hear shit. Uh, reached out to the BPI UK page and they put me in touch with somebody called Justin, Justin, I think. Yeah. Might be making up names. Fuck knows. Um, and he basically said, no, you shouldn't have been sent that. You don't have enough Instagram followers. And I was like, oh, right, fuck. Right, is that how that how we work? Um, and he offered me exactly, it was like right at the start before it just blossomed into every fucker in the UK. Yeah. It was like sp- sponsored by them. Um, and, you know, it was, uh, I was a bit, I, I was put out by it, to be honest. Because I was a bit like, at first I got this email and I was like, fuck, that's really cool. Yeah. And then within, within about, <laughs> within about two days I was like so I mean, you're a bit older you're, you're a bit older and a bit more cynical now but I remember oh, being young, younger and, and and taking these things really to heart and actually once you get into the industry you realise that the whole industry is yeah. kind of a bit ridiculous well, that was, I always say when people ask me on stories and things like that on the question boxes and they ask about sponsorships and things they say like are you sponsored and I'm like no I just started a fucking company and sponsored myself like <laughs> well, strong. Um, I got a message today so I mentioned yesterday I did a podcast with Danny from Subshack and I we spoke on that podcast about how actually a, a good influencer like TM Cycles would generate more business than um, for, for us like Josh Maynard um, our best athlete he's incredible yeah he doesn't generate a lot of direct business he's obviously a huge asset to the brand in terms of brand image um, but in yeah. terms of just him talking about a product Guys like TM Cycles generate a, a huge amount more business. So I, I said on Instagram yesterday, if you are interested in kind of the process and um, what we look for, um, have a listen to that podcast. And a guy messaged me. Um, I can't, I can't find it. I don't think. But uh, yeah, a guy messaged me, um, and I put, you know, if you're interested in what it takes to be sponsored, have a look at this podcast. He messaged me and said, "Will you sponsor me? Never messaged me before. Uh, would you sponsor me?" Have a look at his profile. His profile's private. He's got 400 followers. And I said, who are you? Um, and bless him. He said, well, I, I buy all your products. I'm really enthusiastic. You know, I'd love to be sponsored. Like, that's, that's great. And I love that you buy the products and that you're enthusiastic and that being sponsored is, is a goal. Yeah. But it probably shouldn't be. No, well, we always talk about this. So we say it, it should, should be a byproduct. Be a effect. Effect. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It should be something that happens organically. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's difficult because the guy obviously, you know, he want he 
I'm sure he's a lovely guy, but commercially, there would never be any point in sponsoring someone with a private program. No. I, they have, like, I try to explain it as much as I can to people. I don't try and be a dick about it with everyone. The only people that I'll be a little bit if more... If I get a fuckboy message me, I will be a dick about it. 100%. <laughs> yeah. It was or, the one that said we all get the same, message. same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I think the one that you got, um, I think the last one that you got and I got, Tariq also got. No way. <laughs> Tariq was like... Have you any idea what I did? No. <laughs> Just sponsoring with fucking yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, this is obviously it's the first podcast. It's going to be a little bit all over the place. But the the thing I wanted to talk to you about really was what do you feel Subshack does differently, or, or maybe not differently, but just does really well that's allowed you to expand really quite rapidly. Because obviously you've set up a gym. I know obviously the equipment and stuff on the gym will be through a, a financing company or whatever, however you do it. I know that that hasn't just appeared out of nowhere, but you have expanded rapidly in the last 18 months. Lots and lots of people are aware of who you are. What is it that you feel you do that has allowed that to happen? And don't say I just fucking wing it because you don't. <laughs> no, I think that there's a huge part of this that you have to just be well, one, yourself, and two, very truthful and transparent. Like, if I if I don't like something, I say I don't like it. Like, I don't, I don't bullshit about product. I don't bullshit about whatever. Like, if I'm not, if what, I'm not I keen... Well, I asked you about that. I didn't even know they fucking existed. Dreadful. They're fucking dreadful. They're made by the people who originally made the EAAs, and the rest of them are made by someone else now. Um, but we still keep that one because the Germans like it. But every now and again, someone from the UK buys it. And I, I almost feel like messing with saying, are, are you sure? I really want it. I really want to try it. It's dreadful. It probably... It, it just tastes of, like, bitter farts. Depends what you're into. <laughs> no, it depends what you're into, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you, you might be, be banging into that. I don't know. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so um, the things Subshack do differently... I, yeah, I think it's transparency. Yeah. I, I think it's transparency, you know, like, and I, because I've been in the shoes of the consumer, you know, I've been on the other side of this as well. I kind of know what I would like, like what I would like to see, yeah. not just in a brand, but in, in kind of the, um, the front man of, of the brand and things like that. What I would, I would, I kind of like that transparency. I like the honesty side of it. Um, it's like people message me all the time or we get questions in about like different products. Like what can I do to gain size? What, how can I get shredded quick? What product will you do this? And the first thing I always address is like nutrition training. Like what, have you got a solid foundation? You know, like the amount of shit that I could just upsell and go, well, have this because it, it, it says fat burner on the tongue, you know, like, but it wouldn't uh, help anyone. It's difficult because we've both been in the industry long enough to know that there is a lot of shit out there. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't do anything. Mm. And I, I feel it's important to be honest about products that don't work because every product that doesn't work, my sister started selling fucking Arbon. They sell a, a calming product that's, that's lemon balm extract and 200 milligrams of ashwagandha. It's 55 quid a tub. Every single product like that is one more person out there that tries supplements and then writes off all supplements. My whole yeah. life is Every single person that buys a product like that is one more person that tries supplements and writes all of them off as a waste of time. Yeah, I agree. And every customer that buys something like Support Max Joint, Support Max Neuro, um, 
dog that didn't sleep, stuff, whatever. Something that's efficacious is one more person going, you know what, I've had some supplements and they did what I expected them to do. They were effective yeah. thing I hoped they would do. But I think um, at that point when people use something like joint or sleep stack that had a profound effect, I always think it stops becoming an expense and starts becoming more of an investment in people's eyes. Yeah. Like to me, I to don't me, sell the products at all. No, like to me, joint neuro and sleep stack are like staples. I yeah. see, I see them personally as investments. You know? Sleep stack's a really interesting one because I find about one in 20 people get nothing from or, or it yeah. makes sense. And I talk about that on Instagram and Dean's a friend of mine. I'll be really open about that. But Reese, who works for me, he's been having trouble sleeping for the last few weeks. He had a day off because he was tired the other week. <laughs> um, sorry, he never listens to podcasts. Um, but I said, well, try. And I said, try sleep stack. He said, well, um, uh, what will it do? I said, just try it. And he, he tried it yesterday for the first time and he messaged me at about 11 o'clock saying, holy fuck, that knocked me the fuck out. Um, because those people that it worked for, which is kind of um, serotonin issues or androgen-induced yeah. insomnia, because I know Dean made it originally to try and help JP sleep on prep around androgen-induced insomnia. It's fucking fantastic. Um, so Reese will accidentally sell that now because he's used it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, that's kind of why we stock, like, both sides of the table. We do the naturally occurring sleep ones that kind of yeah. promote a, a, a more normal sleep. And then we do the more sedative ones as well, like fade out and, and things like that. Yeah, they, they, occupy, they do different jobs, I suppose, don't they? Yeah. I think um, it depends. Like, for me, I struggle getting to sleep. Like, it's, like I, I, I can't switch off. Yeah. That's why like neuro neuro works so well for me because if I have it like around this time, by sort of ten o'clock, I'm ready to just kind of chill the fuck out a little bit. Yeah. Um but some nights I'm just like I'm absolutely fucking tuned to the moon and I'll just sit here for yeah. like hours and hours and hours. And that's where something like fade out or, or something with a high melatonin just works a treat, you know, it just it puts me out. Yeah. Or that and Neuro. Mel- I, uh, I didn't even know they still made those. Um, order them from uh, Direct Supplements, I think, in the States. And they are three or four dollars a tub for oh, 100 milligram tablets. The shipping's never- expensive, so buy like 10 tubs at a time. You never see much from ON anymore. They've totally pivoted into like the sports side of things now, I noticed. Well, the thing is, like, if you get to the point of being like a big brand, like bigger than me, I don't know, say you are, uh, what's a big but not enormous brand? Um, applied Nutrition? Yeah, I could go with that. Someone like that. Um, I don't know, they're pretty mainstream. Someone a little bit smaller than that. When you're at that point where you're 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 pretty big, but you've not managed to get into, so I don't know if Applied have got into any supermarkets or anything, but when you're just before that point where you've got into supermarkets and stuff like that, if you're selling pre-workouts with Juglans in, if you're selling um, sleep products with uh, melatonin or whatever, you won't get in. And I think what's happened with Optimum Nutrition is they've had to make everything squeaky clean because their main yeah. market is fucking Walmart stuff like that. And I completely get it, but that means that for the enthusiasts, it's probably not the one to go for anymore. No, it's, um, yeah, they, they fizzled out a little bit. They definitely did. I mean, you don't really see it over in the UK anymore. I know they dropped, I think they had five athletes in the UK and they dropped yeah. them all. 
So I'm, I'm friends with the uh, European manager for MuscleTech. Now, who the fuck uses MuscleTech? You know, no, I don't know anybody that uses MuscleTech. I remember I had, no. um, was it SX7, was it Shatter, the pre? Yeah. Shatter, no one uses fucking MuscleTech. But no, they I still haven't. managed to ship the million pounds a quarter in the UK. I don't know who the fuck to. <laughs> I said to who? No idea. Um... So people are buying these products, and they're probably just not people in our circles. No, no. It's funny, like, it's. Like, I was literally speaking to someone about this the other day, and he was um, banging on about, is it L- LA Muscle? Yeah, Nora T2 and that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. And he was going on about how how good it was and this and that. And I actually looked for it before, and I was like, it's 55 quid, and it's just deaspartic acid. And, and, I mean, it's almost as bad as... Um, Crazy Bulk. Which was Crazy Bulk? Crazy Bulk are the people that do D-Bal, which oh, is no. whey protein tablets. <laughs> I so, don't know which one. No, I had a guy come in the shop before shutdown, and um, I offended him, but I don't think I should have, because he came in and he said he'd just done a cycle and he'd gained 10 pounds of lean muscle. And he looked all right, to be fair to him. Um, and he said he was he'd hoping to buy some, um, some D-Bal and some VAR. And I said, oh, I don't, I don't stock anything like that, dude. I, I haven't sold anything like that probably for ten years. And he went, oh, well, you know, I got them from a shop. I said, like, well, actually, you know, don't tell me the name of the shop. It's none of my business. But they shouldn't be selling stuff like that. And he's, like, oh, well, you know, you know anyone? Um, and I said, look, I, I can't. But if you ask about it at the gym, I'm sure there's people who can sort out stuff like that for you. And he went, oh, okay. Well, um, I just go grab him from the car. Oh, Fuck sake. So he potted off to the car and he came back to show me his tubs of D Ball and Anova. And they were from. Uh, it wasn't, but was it? Was it? I was going to say because it's high-tech pharmaceuticals that do it as well, isn't it? Yeah. Well, these ones were from Crazy Box. So they were whey protein tablets, and I think the other one were leucine tablets, something like that. And I said, "Well, look, the the bad news or the good news is that you you haven't bought." You, I said, "The bad news is you've been ripped off, but yeah. the, the good news is you haven't taken any steroids." Yeah. Like, I did cycle. I said, no, but "You haven't." So the gains you've made have been natural, but he was more annoyed. Uh, implying that he was an idiot and he'd been ripped off. <laughs> I and remember I being, that's an absolute uh, win. I remember being down in down in London with my missus and we were in a, a GNC. A GNC is still a thing? Uh so they're part of Holland the Barrow, aren't they? Oh yeah, I didn't they're, know that. They're the same business, they're just like the bodybuilder front version, but it's dreadful anyway. Um they, uh, I remember being down there and, and some dude we, I can't remember what we were even in for I think I was just looking around and some dude just marched and went straight up to the counter and literally asked the same thing oh, I'm after some Dianable and the two lads on the counter just absolutely burst out laughing and he was just like what, what, what's wrong and he'd, he'd, he'd done the same thing and showed them the tub and it was high tech pharmaceuticals yeah. but like even my missus burst out laughing and she had yeah. like she's got little to no idea about yeah. these things and he was like you can't buy that here, can you? I think I don't know, but I'm getting the fucking queue if you can. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, it's a funny old industry, and I think I think we're very lucky because we're a very tight circle between all of us. What I would call um, I've, I've coined the term boutique stores. Yeah. So when I first my first ever supplement shop was 12 years ago. When I had my 10 years ago, when I had my supplement shop in Shrewsbury on the High Street, I had several people tell me. Um, you know, you, you can't have a supplement shop and not stock ON, not stock USN, not stock PhD. I think those days are gone. You don't need to stock those brands anymore. No, I agree. 
you can just stock specialist British brands. And I think you'll probably do a better job of actually having products that protect their price and brands that have integrity. You know, for me, it was the things like the, the kind of these more British brands and then the ones that Danny's bringing over, the more American brands, yeah. the market's already done for you. Like yeah. the, the audience is already there because they're already very aware as to what it is. You know, all you have to say is, right, I've got Strom, I've got Innova Farm, I've got Alpha Lion. And Which is amazing because I do basically no marketing. No. Like I, I found myself I in this weird actually. Click. <laughs> I found myself in this weird click where we kind of sit with like um, supplement needs and uh, I don't know, brands like HR Labs and Naughty Boy and um, all of these brands. And I look at their marketing material like these guys are fucking on it. And, and, then, and then we seem to just hang with them despite the fact that we completely bodge everything. I don't know. I always remember your... Um, was it was it your CSN Open Day paint job? Yeah. That was that was, that was perfect. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to see if I can fucking find it. But, uh, was, um, I think I think I part of that is just timing. I literally, I literally burst out laughing so bad. I, I, I can't remember where I was. Just timing because we did it first. Like we were the first kind of homegrown independent brand that went. Oh no! Oh no! I've disappeared. Oh fuck! Oh. oh no! Pull it further back to your chest. I think that'll work. Oh, there we go. There. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, so we're not wasting money on expensive graphic designers. No, no. It's um, I mean, it's simple and effective. The irony is that I had to get Reese to do that because my handwriting isn't neat enough to write the strong <laughs> Saturday. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I think we did it a little bit before everyone. Um, we we kind of were out there as an independent brand a little bit before everyone else. Um, but. You stock quite a big range of products now. Yeah, we've kind of expanded out, you know. Like, I mean, when we first started, when you'd sort of, when we first started speaking, it was literally in a walk-in wardrobe at my other house, and yeah. we, we had six brands, seven brands, if that. And we didn't have like each product in the range either. We had like maybe one or two, or just hand-picked ones. Um, and we, to be fair, I've still carried that on. Like we have brands in that I only have maybe one product or two products from yeah. because I'm not keen on the rest of them. Or I feel like we've already got things that, that yeah. fit that fit that need, if you know what I mean, and they sell quite well. Um, I when I had a retail store, which I haven't had in a while, so I, I don't feel pressured, but I would get people say, oh, why don't you stop this or that from, I think I used to stock, I would stock like two to three ways. And if I got four or five ways in, particularly because we were high street retail, not online, I think online's a little bit different because we're a high street retail. If I'm gonna sell 100 tubs of whey in a month and I have three brands, I'm still gonna sell 100 tubs. If I have five brands in, I'm probably still gonna sell 100 tubs, but it's gonna be split over more brands. Yeah, exactly. With exactly. online, it's a little different because people are becoming very particular. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's just a balancing act. It's, it's keeping keeping the popular ones stocked and trying to like introduce new ones in yeah. very slowly, you know? Um, Are you still dieting? Yes. So, with that in mind, because I only stock two, one of which is out of stock, um, because I haven't dieted for about a thousand years, and as this is a supplementy podcasty thing, kind of, fat burners that you stock, what do you stock and what do you rate? We have... And I tried yeah. 340 today, which is fucking strong as balls, 
but I don't know if that's just because I'm out of touch and soft cut. I've got a tub of that sitting. I might, I might crack it. I'm, see, I'm not using anything at the minute, but um, I think we've got, we have that fever. We have HR Labs fever. We do Innova Farms and Duraline, uh Chaos Crew Shreds, which is quite good. I think it's underrated. Um, you, I like all the Chaos Crew stuff. Um, yeah, I do too. You know, if I were in the position where I would stock other brands, those are Naughty Boy ones that I would take on. In Duraline, so I was the first person in the UK to import Innova Farm. Um, they messaged me on Instagram the other day and it brought up all our old conversations from 2015 um, where I may have sent him a topless selfie and be like, what fat burners will be good for me? Um, and I, I used Enduraline then. I don't know if it's the same formula, but it was very, very good back then. It is. Do you know something? It's cost per serving as well. It's 84 servings in the tub. You sent me a tub yet? Um, no, no, no. To be fair, they land with me tomorrow, so I haven't had a chance yet. Um, but you know, like for me, when I've used it, energy and appetite suppression are the two, the, the main things that I got from it. Appetite um, suppression is the big thing that I look for because yeah, I'm it's indirect fat burning. You know, like, yeah, I, mean, I think it's it, all well and good everyone thinks you're going to take and melt fat. If we if we take the argument that a lot of because a lot of Instagram people like to create hype by saying that something is bullshit, and fat burners are an easy target. Um, so if we take it as read that, you know what, not one of these products we're talking about burns fat. No, uh, no, I think they don't do themselves any favours. I think paradoxine, maybe there's an argument for it being mildly effective for burning. But if we say for a moment that they don't burn any fat at all, they don't burn any calories, what they do do is reduce your appetite yeah. and increase your energy levels. And eating less and moving more are the things that will yeah, make exactly. you lose You can very easily turn around and say, well, you can do that yourself. Which you can. Yeah. But you've got kids or kid. I've got kids. Busy what, what is enough? It's very easy if someone's like a 24-year-old social media influencer and that's their job to say you yeah. just need to eat less and move more. But actually when yeah. you've got life, sometimes it's easy. It, it's helpful if you've got a product that yeah, assists with those things, assuming that it does assist with those things. Um, I mean, the I found today has suppressed appetite. Say again. The Fever 40 today, I've definitely found suppressed appetite, but... Yeah. It's a cool product, to be fair. Uh, it's just that we only brought HR Labs in last week, possibly the week before. Uh, it's done really well already. Like, so people have been those, asking for it for a while. Yeah. Um, Liam did message me today, say, why doesn't Dan like me? What? Who's Liam? I'm assuming, is, is Liam the gaffer? Yeah. Why, do I, why don't I like him? You didn't reply to his message. Oh, right. I don't reply to any messages. I'm a piece of shit. I feel like spe- I feel special then. Yeah. Um, no, HR Labs, HR Labs like brands that I really like. I wish I could stock more of it. We just don't sell a lot of other brands. I like the pre-workout. I like the fat burner. I've said to Liam before that the intro is not to my taste um, because I, a lot of guys I've got in like 50 or 75 grams of intro workout carbs, so I'd rather yeah. have um, maybe the stuff that he's got in the intro I think is really good. I'd maybe yeah. like that as a standalone. Yeah, yeah. That you could then add to your own add carbs. carbs to it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That'd be pretty cool. But you could you could use that and then add carbs to it. Yeah, well, that's what I've done. Yeah. So you've got Fever Forty. Sorry, I keep interrupting. Fever Forty, Enduraline, Shreds, um, and well, we've got Shreddable as well. 
Uh, we still have Shreddable. Uh, we still have Shreddable, but with them, um, we're not allowed to retail that online, or we're not allowed to. Hang on, it's weird. We're not allowed to publicly advertise it. They have to sell it DMs. Yeah, exactly, and we have to sell it. We can sell it in store and via DMs, but we're not allowed to uh, like, advertise. But yeah, I think we've got we've got Shreddable Shreds. Enduraline, Fever 40, and we had Thermo 9 mil as well, but I can't get my hands on that anymore. I emailed them twice asking for a restock, and I've not had Yeah. No, we, um, I, I haven't had Atomic Bomb in for ages. Um, I've got two tubs left. No, we haven't got, we haven't, we haven't got none. I think I've got maybe half a tub open on the samples, like the Travicoy Vipad. I might just message Ant, to be fair, um, because I've always found he's better at getting back to me than the, the warehouse. Yeah, the first order that I put in actually, like we put it through and it didn't turn up for like two weeks. And then and I actually messaged Anth and it was sorted within like 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's difficult because I don't think Anth's directly involved. I think it's managed through a, yeah. through a, I, I don't know the exact, I, I think the, the shipments come directly from the manufacturer. Yeah, I think they do. I think they do because we got a tracking thing and I was like, what's this for? I don't know where, like I've never heard of these people before and then that was what it was. Um. So... Of those fat burners, if you were dieting, which you kind of always are, which one would you personally use? And do you feel that any of them stack up? This is a conversation I had with Tariq today. Tariq said, well, you've got access to all the drugs. Why aren't you just taking Clen or something? For me, Clen gives me um, like horrible tension headaches. So it's, I'm not a fan. Um, I, I haven't tried fever yet, so I can't rule that one out because that might be absolutely fucking incredible. So I can't rule that one out yet, but I used Shreddable for my full prep in 2017. Um, I think I was I was actually using it twice a day at one point. I was using one pre-cardio AM and then another pre-workout as a pre-workout. And I just used like a pump, like a pump product that's lot alongside it. That and was really cool. Sleep. No, and never... That's the secret to getting shredded. Just be awake fucking all day. Every day. <laughs> like the ultimate neat levels. You literally don't stop moving. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, shreddable was very good. Um, but again, indirectly in terms of energy, you know, like when you're on prep, especially, and you get to the, that last part of it, yeah. um, that was where it really started to shine through because I just felt good, you know. I think it was Ben Chow who said it to me. Shreddable, a lot of people get put off because they use it when they're not on their ass. If you're not yeah. on your ass, it'll make you feel uncomfortably energetic and you'll get palpable. Yeah, yeah. If you are completely fucked, it'll make you feel normal. Makes you feel normal. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but to be honest with you, like a daily, a daily one that you could just use, in my opinion, would be Enduraling. Um, you know, it, again, like I said, cost, cost per serving is ridiculous. It's, it's yeah. really, really good value. And the, the amount you get from it, the benefit that you get from it, you get the energy, you get the appetite suppression. It tastes fucking nice as well, which always helps. Um, yeah. And, it, you know, it, yeah, I, I go in dually, but I can't write off fever because I'm trying to get. It's a category of products that I've not done a huge amount with because in my humble opinion, within the EU regulations, I can't make something that is better than what's available. No, no, it's, uh, there is some really good, there's some absolutely shit ones as well though. Yeah, I mean, so I can make something that's non-compliant, um, which I'm not willing to do. Everything that Strong does could go into Holland and Barrett tomorrow, and I want to keep it that way. I don't want to make something non-compliant, and I don't want to make something that's worse than what's available at the moment. And I don't want to just copy, I guess I would copy somewhere between Fever 40 and Thermo 9 Yeah, 
is, is yeah. where I would probably sit. I would, I, would brilliant probably, I would probably take out some of the fluff and just increase the dosing on the things that are efficacious, and that's where I would sit. But I don't feel that offers anything particularly new. So it's, it's a product that we haven't done as strong, and we probably won't unless I, I don't find think it needs. No I, don't, I don't think it needs them, to be fair. I think it's... Well, that's I the thing. Just like you don't want to stock products that you already got, I don't want to bring something out that everyone else already does a perfectly yeah. good job. Exactly. I think if you get to that kind of mindset, it then becomes about just profiteering because you're just yeah. trying to fill a gap. In, yeah. in my opinion, anyway. No, absolutely. I agree. I agree completely. Um, you know, it's um, those test boosters. They're not things that I'm really interested in covering. I've I've looked at like PCT type things several times, and every time I look at it, I'm like, yeah, but just Novadex and Clomid will work better. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's, I don't know, that's a, it's a bit of a grey area, that one. Um, like, but we're lucky, we're lucky it's strong because we've done blood work for three, four years now. Um, so if you've got normal test, a test booster won't do shit. In fact, if you use diospetic acid, it'll probably lower test. If you've got low test, that's a medical problem with a medical solution. If you're in that really small window of being just above where the NHS will give you TRT, but below, yeah. like, so if you're between, like, 8 and 12... In that very rare scenario, they might be useful. Yeah, I agree. That's why we don't stock a lot of that kind of stuff, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, I've over the years, I've, I've played with all sorts. I play with like the animal M-Stack. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've played with those, like the, the methoxy. Someone told the me ice that gave um, It definitely didn't. Um, it just gave me really bad stomach and nothing else. And it was like fucking 50 quid. Um, yeah, it amazes like, me the animal stuff still sells what it does because it's well, the, pack, the cool pack's quite cool hmm? it, the, the pack's quite good the, the multivitamins yeah, apart from you need it's a fucking meal to get them in though yeah like 11 tabs or something yeah but, they're big ones as well they're not little ones yeah they're not, <laughs> I thought you put them up your ass um, you don't don't do it. Don't try it. Don't try it. It's an awkward trip to hospital. Um, yeah. But no, like I, like I, I never felt anything from them. Like I, I tried all sorts: uh, grenades, AT4. Yeah. You know, just as as you kind of you're getting into the bodybuilding kind of world, and you're getting into all of this, all of these things are totally well, new yeah, to you. And you just play around with all sorts. You know? um, yeah, very, very. Me and me and Reese were chatting today um, about JP's members site. And um, and Reese because Reese is from Powerlift and not bodybuilding. He said, "Why is it that JP is like member site so popular?" And I said, "Well, quite frankly, before JP did that, if you wanted to know what an IFBB Pro took, you had to buy Flex Magazine or something and and just read bullshit." Yeah, that was, and I suppose that's what we grew up with. Is you know before things like JP's forum existed. So I think people coming up in the sport now or new people do it, have a much easier time of it because you can get that good information yeah. from things like JP's Forum really easily. Um, but yeah, fuck me, like 10, 15 years ago, you, you had to believe what it said in the magazine and they would say in the same magazine that they also used Animal Stack or M Stack or whatever. Yeah. I think there's been a, a big shift as well, though, do you not think, in the, the last sort of five or six years where it's not so much sold by the, the advertising of the athlete anymore. Like I remember going to body power in like 2013 and 14 and it was like 
fucking like all these massive blokes walking around and they were selling these products and it was almost yeah. like if you buy this you you'll look, you'll look like this you know and and yeah you don't i don't think you see that as much now you see more information based marketing yeah, like yeah people are more interested in educating people about the product because the, people have kind of wised up to this America. thing yeah doesn't look like he's ever been to a gym in his life but he knows no. his shit yeah I think I think that the general pop now is more educated towards what they should. Well, say the general pop. Most people are a little bit more savvy because the content that's being put out is educated a lot more. You know, I so I don't feel like people are, anymore. Um, yeah, I think I think people understand now that just because you don't decide to take two grams of trend and eat five thousand calories a week doesn't mean that you don't understand the science of something that works. I do yeah. think to an element that having having done things still gives you a level of authority over those that haven't, in my opinion. Um, you know, because you've competed, you've dieted, you've got down to those very low levels of stage body fat. And the weird shit that you will do at that stage, you won't understand unless you've done it the way you feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, I'm nine days into dieting and I've already started to do weird things like eat, whey protein and baking powder in a bowl in the microwave <laughs> which I wouldn't consider doing two weeks ago because it's, I've, it's done, I've done some weird shit to be fair like prep's weird people are weird I'm weird like I remember once when was it I can't remember which one it was I would fucking add a it was Walden's Farm yeah. pancake syrup yeah. and I used yeah. to have a fucking, like a medicine cup and I used to have a shot of it just so to kind of put salt pepper and chili flakes in a bottle get a bottle of that fill it with salt pepper and chili flakes and leave it for a day and that is the best sweet chili put it over your meat when it's cooking fucking incredible in which sauce in the the the, the pancake syrup no way honestly try that. I don't even know just I don't even know if you can get can you still get Walden Farms I have, I have no idea I think they got trouble because they were bottles of lies Oh yeah, I, I remember when they first came out. It was zero calories, and then within about six months, they'd been absolutely pillaged, and it was near yeah. zero calories. <laughs> yeah, no, I put chili flakes, salt, pepper, and then you would use it to marinate your, your chicken and your salmon or whatever, and it was fucking incredible. That's awesome. I'll have to try that. I'll, that try, I'll try this. Because uh, we don't, we only really stock like the skinny syrups now. We don't even really bother much even with them to be fair. Um, I think because I haven't got a retail store anymore and when what we do have is a warehouse people can come in and get so we only get like the regulars coming to grab their yeah. supplements or whatever it, they, um, they are so good. for those who don't know Subshack we should have done this bit at the beginning Subshack is yeah, an online yeah. store um, <laughs> that lad can edit or something I don't know um, uh, but you've recently opened a gym which isn't open because we got locked down like a week before you were going to open mm. Yeah, what is that was all good. Um, make the monies. It's properly, it's properly shitler. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking, it is bullshit. But you know, I think if, like, for the first maybe day or so, I was in such a pap, like I was in, a, I was in a really shit place, and then I kind of, I, I, I realized that if you stay there for too long, you're not gonna. <laughs> You can't just fucking wallow. Like, well, it's always... Or it won't get anything yeah, done. No, exactly. So, I mean, the positive side of it for us is that it's, it's given us more time to get everything ready, you know. 
it's given us more time to to put things in place that we wouldn't have had time to do otherwise. Like we've got um, I've got a call tomorrow or the next, Wednesday. Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday, right? Yes. Um, fucking, hell, I don't even know what day it is, man. Uh, I've got a call with Phil Learney, and he's going to. We're doing um, like do you know he does like the recipe books and things like that for yeah. PTs. Yeah. So he's doing um, like training manuals and things like customizable training manuals, and you can brand them. Um, and he wants the stock images to be us in Strength Shark. Yeah, uh, so we're kind of working on all that. Um, I would no, I only got introduced to him maybe a week ago or so. Yeah, um, he actually lives. He, he, yeah, he could talk about fucking painting a wall, and I would listen. Yeah, there's something about the <laughs> way he just speaks. read to me. Just read to me. He's like. Morgan, yeah. not not is it Morgan Freeman? Who's Morgan no. Freeman? Yeah, yeah, and it just read to us, read to me. But is um, yeah, we're doing that with him, and you know, like we're making these training manuals for members and things like that, and we wouldn't have had that opportunity if all of this hadn't happened. You know, yeah. um, there's been like we've rearranged the gym about four times since yeah. it all the kit landed, because now I'm in there training. You'll like you'll know. What I mean, like sometimes you go in a gym and the flow is not there. Everything's kind of dotted here, there, and everywhere, and it, it's a bit shit. Yeah. So we're trying to get the flow nailed down, which we wouldn't have had the chance to do. It would have just been yeah. a free for all, and then move it as and when. So it is shit, but it's also it's going to set up the business in a weird way because I think after this, people are going to be so conscious about things like the health, and they're going to miss things agree. like the gym so much. We expect to be the busiest we've ever been. When this is, I've already yeah. made arrangements to take on a third member of staff for the shop because I suspect it's going to move that way very, very quickly. Yeah. I think so too, and I think that like max membership for us was three hundred. So when we set out to do this, we we always said we don't want to do something too big. We want to keep it a lot, a lot more niche, a lot more about the members, and more of a community feel because um, the the commercial gyms are played out around here there's too many of them yeah so like and we're already like was it 130 odd members now on pre-registration so i really feel like the slingshot effect after this is gonna that's gonna fill it's gonna put asses on seats you know so although it's shit right now i think in the coming months or however long it takes to return to whatever the new norm is um i think it'll help us a lot yeah it must be incredibly frustrating for people like yourself, gym owners, because when you look at the scenes in supermarkets and stuff, you absolutely could maintain a safe level of hygiene and working in a gym. I, I think so. And we've already kind of we've kind of put a thing together that if the lockdown starts to ease off slightly, we can put forwards to sort of our local council and say, well, we've got 130 members we're going to set up like a, a booking system. So there's only ever going to be four or five people in there at any one yeah. time. It's yeah. a big enough space to maintain a social distancing. We're going so to, if you're dealing with someone who is reasonable. Yeah. Those kind of things will be, will be fine. I mean, it, it might, it, they might just go, don't be a dick, go home. They might say, well, we'll consider it, you know, but it's worth, I think, putting forward. Oh, absolutely. But, it makes sense. I think the thing is in a situation like that, if they say no, it's because they're being petty and small-minded rather than because of any actual logical reason. No, I agree. I mean, like the shops around here, man, some of them, the, 
you go in and it's just a, it is a free for all and it's how many people can you fucking get in we've just been for a walk our, our, yeah. our one hour daily exercise we've just been out and um, we walked past a fucking chip shop and there was about 10 people in it and the room yeah. must have been about 5 square metres yeah, like, yeah. Was it all over. I, I went into work today um, because obviously we're, we're still allowed to operate online same as you are and um, traffic was as busy as a normal day where we are yeah, no, it's, it's it's it wasn't for a little while, but it's starting to. I think people are starting to get bored now, and it's starting. Bored and, and they they've they've told people not to go to work, and then in the case of people that are self-employed and so on, they're giving them very little option but to go. Well, that's it. It's, it the, the thing it just baffles me. Everything just you can't leave the house unless you need to leave the house, and you yeah. can't go to work unless you get a new job. If you get a new job during lockdown doing deliveries, it's sweet, but you yeah. can't go for the <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I must admit, um, I think the same as Trevor T Nutrition, I've taken to doing my local deliveries myself because yeah, the, the companies are, are backed up and having problems and so on. Um, and, you know, you do all the social distancing and, and leave the parcel. It feels ever so rude. You leave the parcel on the doorstep and walk back two metres and wait and go, oh, there's your shit. See you later. Um, that's exactly what I'm doing but I, th- I think a lot of people are, are, are doing those same things you know what like if everybody's doing it in a sensible way then th- there's no issue is there but um, no I mean it's when you start fucking licking door handles and stuff you want to worry really isn't it there were two people in Shrewsbury yesterday uh, students who decided to take over the college um, so they went and, and uh, stood on the roof of the college with banners saying end the lockdown, um, something about socialism, whatever. Um, but they wore uh, face masks just in case. Absolutely. There's no nonsense, there's no virus, but just in case I wear face masks. <laughs> I, um, we were at, where were we at? I can't remember where we were. And the, 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 I think it was Tesco's, and the lass in front had a mask on. And somebody asked her a question and she took it off to answer them. <laughs> but you fucking idiot. Like. It really is. The, uh, the delivery driver was laughing at some of the other drivers at the depot saying that they're wearing these gloves, but they're wearing the same pair of gloves all day. Yeah, it's, it doesn't make a great deal of sense. Well, I think people don't think. Have you not seen a thing on, um, I think it was on Facebook actually, and it was a picture of a lad in, in Walmart in America, and he um, he, he was texting somebody, and he'd taken the glove off and put it in his mouth yeah. while, while he was texting. Yeah, good lad. <laughs> oh, man. That's something that I would fucking do. Yeah, but you would do it. Um... Yeah, no, you would. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I fucking would. I'm very much looking forward to your open day. I don't know when the fuck that's going to be, but because obviously no. we have a lot of time to plan, we're going to try and get as many people up there as possible. What the fuck are you doing? No, the fucking the dogs just decided to um, invade the room, so I'm trying to reposition. Um, so, yeah, we're going to try and get everyone up for your open day because, um, yeah. well, why the fuck not? Although you do live fucking miles away. Yeah, it's 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 up there. It's up there. We'll open one down Shrewsbury soon, though. Sure, yeah. Well, um, open it in the back of mine. Yeah. It's good done. It's good done. I, I don't know. We um, we might keep our eyes peeled for if we could find a bigger unit because the, the not a gym is not a gym primarily because um, 
although we were told informally by the planning officer that if the primary purpose of the building is uh, retail and the gym is a uh, what do they call it like a like a, a training like a studio and it yeah. was you know like say up to six people at a time or whatever um, that we could do that um, there isn't enough parking where we are to operate a proper gym um, if we could move to somewhere that suited it we wouldn't rule it out um, but I might speak in six months and see if it's been worth all the hassle yeah no, I think it'd be worth the hassle I think it's you know it's, it's I've learned so much doing this now um, I paint a wall. Oh fuck! On a, no, not even that. I still can't paint a fucking wall. <laughs> I literally never. I never want to see fucking paint again as long as I live. Honest to God, like I will never trust anything that says one coat ever again in my life. No, that's obviously that's yeah. bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Like the last at the till in B and Q even said, "How much are you painting?" I was like, "God, oh, just literally one room." it says one coat but it doesn't fucking do one coat I've done the same wall about eight times it was because it was um, it was breeze blocks right. it was literally just sinking through but it looks it looks pretty sweet now I'd like to try some, say something knowledgeable about that like my dad I feel would be a good person to jump in at this point but I I'm going to fucking clear it like I'm, I'm literally clear do you want wallpaper it I don't know maybe just, I was going to colour it in at one point just if you crayons. put in enough banners <laughs> well that's what we've done on one of the walls because it's like the the breeze blocks only go up so high yeah. and then it's like the, the outside of the unit but the guy that was in there before us he was uh, I think he'd done something to do with spray painting and they're all like fucking wrecked they're all blue and, and marked and we can't get it off so we've we've had like well, I sent them to you actually the, the big oh, yeah, yeah, product, yeah. product banners and things we've had all those made so once um, lockdown's actually over or, or it starts to ease off, hopefully we can get them manufactured and get them get them up. And then you got the strong classic banner up. Yeah, well, it fell down, but I don't just want to put na- I don't just want to put nails to it. We tried. I've tried all sorts of before. I tried magnets as well. That didn't fucking work. I just put nails through. I know. I know you did. I don't want to do, do that. that. Nails. Yeah, but this one doesn't have eyelets on it. No. That, no, they're just, not nailed through the eyelets. That's just nailed into the wall. Well, see, so you haven't put the nails through. No. The bits. Oh right, okay. Just nail it into the wall. It'll be fine. Fuck it. Fair enough. Just get the wow. the um, the tats with the fat heads. There we go. I know about a DIY thing. I'll let um I'll let Dan Twed do that because it's I'll nice. fucking I'll I'll nail it to the wall and it'll be like that way. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice that you care about the banner, but um. It's all because Kamara on the front of it is now trained by JP athlete. I remember you saying. Yeah. So not, not she, JP has said that she can come and guest pose though, which is cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, it's uh, going to be really, really good though. Like, you know, it's 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 at the end. Well, I say the end of all of this shit. You know, it's something to look it forward be the to. The first big event after all of this stuff. The yeah. only thing that's kind of playing on my mind. There's no reason why the event shouldn't go ahead at all. No. But we need to give people like at least 12 weeks notice to say it's definitely going on for prep. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, much as you can say to people, look, start prepping, it'll probably be going ahead. Um, I'd hate to do that and then not. At the yeah. same time, even if it was four weeks out before we knew that it was definitely going ahead, the expo can still run. But four right. weeks is time to get ready for a show, so I don't know exactly how to play that. But there is no reason why it shouldn't go ahead exactly as normal. I, I think that it will. 
it's it's enough time. It's enough time for things to 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 fuck off. Surely, yeah. hopefully. The only thing that's tricky at the moment, we're not like you can still go online and buy tickets to FitX and pit and pictures um, for uh, tickets for the Strong Classic. Um, but we're not pushing or encouraging that because it kind of feels in bad taste. Yeah. No, I was going to say, because I haven't really seen much just, from, from... I feel like it would be a bit of a, you know, with body power cancelling and FIBO cancelling and the arms cancelling, it, it feels like it would be a little bit of a, a sticking two fingers up going, hey, our thing's still on. Yeah. <laughs> Come and give us money. But no, yeah, it's... Um, no. I, I, I think... Um, I think it will be cleared by then, you know. I mean, like, I'm, I'm still prepping for it as if it was going to go on, what, I mean, 24 weeks? 24 weeks. Yeah. yeah. 24 weeks, so. So, well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do maybe two more weeks where I'm at and then I'm going to kind of just level off for a bit yeah. and just sit tight. You know, there's no no point in pushing for 24 weeks. No, but, no, you, well, you, you could have, you just said it would be a spot. Yeah. So, Back off a little bit, rebound out slightly, enjoy some food, and then uh, get back on it. Maybe sixteen weeks out, something like that. Something Sorry. like that. But I'm really looking forward to it. I've got children, so we should probably call it a day there. But things I have learned probably need to do some kind of table of contents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Nah, um, this is much like a, an itinerary. Um, do full introductions and not assume that everyone knows who everyone is. And um, I think that's mostly it. Actually have a plan. But hopefully this has been very useful in terms of finding out if the recording thing worked. So I'm going to stop the recording. So thank you, everyone who has listened. Um, thank you, Mum.